Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Well-fucked weight loss. I often talk in my work about the life-altering power of cataclysmic sex. Not only does it give you ecstatic orgasms, but it changes you as a person. The things that no longer serve you, that aren't an expression of who you really are, drop away and you become a more authentic, true version of yourself without even trying to do it. An example of this is the not giving a fuck, a major hallmark of becoming a well-fucked woman and person of emerging into your true self is truly not giving a fuck what other people think of you. You don't try not to care. You just don't care. (laughs) Another area of radical transformation we often see is in well-fucked weight loss. When people are well-fucked and really tapping into their sexual energy, the extra pounds just drop off of them. And the fascinating thing is they don't even change their diets or exercise more, even though they've usually tried all of those things. They don't do anything different, except that they start having gourmet sex. Gourmet sex is the kind of sex that involves all parts of you, emotions, mind, spirit, and body. It's the equivalent of of a gourmet meal versus a junk food one. It's full of openness and heart and surrender and connection, the best kind of food. When people have a steady diet of this, they stop reaching for other things to fill them up. They feel full, fulfilled, and satiated. So that's one part of the equation. You stop substituting food for well-fucked love. And then you have all of the hormonal and neurotransmitter benefits of sex and orgasms. Every high-quality sexual encounter generates a slew of mood-boosting chemicals that get you so high, your cravings for other ways to get high evaporate. Instead, you build that beautiful energy from within. Did you know that every time you have an orgasm, you flood your system with oxygen? Oxytocin. Oxytocin is the well-being hormone. This makes you feel contented and at peace. And it also has the effect of wiping out cortisol, which is your stress hormone. If you're operating on a steady diet of cortisol, one of the side effects of that is that it shows up as a protruding belly, a paunch, if you will. So you can orgasm your way to a flat stomach. But let's go deeper than all of that. The most important part of the great sex equals weight loss equation is more mysterious and energetic. It defies the laws of calories in, calories out. It's more like the laws of orgasms in, orgasms out. What I have seen over and over again is how pounds just drop off with any kind of direct weight loss effort. Sexual energy is powerful energy, and when you start to tap into it and harvest it, it recirculates through your body, and it acts as this powerful combustion engine. 
It burns through all of your stagnation and heaviness. It scours through your energy pathways and meridians and it blasts through stuckness. Remember, this is your life force energy that you are now beginning to tap into and recirculate, redistribute through your entire system and your entire life. A client I'd been working with (laughs) shimmied her way into my studio. And as soon as she walked in, she immediately pulled up her shirt and she's like, look, I've lost 10 pounds. And she's wearing this gorgeous lacy bra and has this beautiful svelte belly. And her face was totally radiant. All of it was stunning. And she'd been going to trainers and nutritionists over the past year. She was exercising regularly. She ate quite well. She was very well-versed in personal growth and she led women in her own classes for a living. Yet she struggled with this seemingly impossible to lose extra town pounds on her frame. And she'd recently met a new man and she was applying the principles of well-fucked womanness she'd been learning through our work together. She was holding her own with this guy, asking for what she wanted, being radically open and honest and allowing herself to truly open and let go emotionally and sexually. And then suddenly she realized that she was 10 pounds lighter. The weight had evaporated. So what happened? She'd had that last 10 pounds loved and fucked out of her. The weight in people is the accumulation of all of their unresolved stuff. Instead of processing their wounds and their hurts, they file them away in their thighs and their butts and their bellies. And there they stay until we heal and love them away. Our defenses, our stories we tell ourselves, they all take up energetic and physical space. I'm lovable. I can't open my heart. It's not safe for me to be with someone. Everyone always leaves me. We wear these things on us like armor until the days and nights when we dare to open up again. And then we let them fall by the wayside. How many pounds are in years of grief or resentment? 10, 20, 50, 100, 200? When you open your heart and your genitals to someone, not only do you heal a world of past hurt and trauma, you tap into your superpowers. There is no greater and faster healing balm than sexual love. And the proof is always in the pudding. When you are truly in this magical state of openness, you transcend physical laws. You create magnificent things. Your calorie count and your exercise burning count are irrelevant because now you are burning off karma and emotional waste and psychic pain, all tossed into the alchemical fuck fire and reborn. The gourmet sex I speak of is the food of life. This is what feeds you more deeply than anything you could eat, consume, or do in your life. It really is the food of the gods, and I suggest you have a steady diet of it. Today, we're speaking with Molly, who's going to share her magical weight loss and voice finding and well-fucked story. Well-fucked all-stars! Hello, Molly. Welcome. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. So Molly is an alumni for Vaginal Kung Fu, Coming Together, and How to Be a Well-Fucked Woman. How is it going, Molly? 
It's been going really amazing. Last year, I call it, was the year of Kiminami. I started with you in January, and you basically took me through a transformation over the past year. And it was kind of stuff that I didn't even realize that I needed to change and own in my life. But um, yeah, it's been incredible. So what would you say, I'd love to hear your description of what I'm always looking for when I talk to people is where did your connecting to, reconnecting to your sexual energy create changes in your life? So as I always talk about sexual energy is this incredible catalyst that when people get conscious of their sexual energy, when they activate it, when they wake it up, when they wake up their genitalia, which is what we do in vaginal Kung Fu especially, is that they start to see shifts in different areas of their lives, that that energy starts to have a real flow source now. It has a place that it can actually come out and express itself. And then we see those changes and transformations in all areas of your life. So where would you see say that you saw that most happen in your life? Well, I'll focus on, as I like to call it, the shiny penny results first. And I did end up, so after I got married, I gained 40 pounds. Um, and it was within a two year period, I was super stressed out at my job. And there were parts of my relationship in my life that I wasn't really owning or dealing with and just trying to kind of numb and ignore them. And obviously, it caught up with me. And so over the past year, I've lost 20 pounds just from kind of doing this work and actually facing the stuff that I really wasn't willing to look at and didn't even know that I needed to look at. Um, and so it's been a journey of finding my voice and really owning my truth. And there were so many things and dynamics in my relationship with my husband and with other people that I wasn't speaking up for myself. I am a total people pleaser and just kind of didn't want to ruffle feathers or rock the boat or anything like that. And Every time that I've started to speak up for myself and just kind of own who I am and what I want, it's been so much better. It's like brought me and my husband closer. It's repaired relationships. And it's also helped me in my business. I own a business. And so in the past couple of months after finishing the salons, I really gained some momentum. I started bringing in income. I had my highest, like three highest income months. Um, so it's just, I didn't understand some of the things that were holding me back. And when I first heard you and the way that you talk about sexuality and sex and how it's so holistic, I mean, it truly is. And that's kind of the way that I feel like this work has impacted me, like holistically through my entire life, my relationship, my business, my body, like so many things that I just couldn't couldn't put words to. I just knew something wasn't right, but I didn't quite know what it was. And I also didn't know that it was okay to not be okay with the things that weren't right. I kind of had blinders on and it was almost like I was just, I could only see what was right in front of me. And it was like, you helped me see like, no, that's actually kind of fucked up. So, you know, you shouldn't, <laughs> you've got to own that and you've got to deal with that and you've got to look at that and you've got to speak up for yourself in that way. So, I mean, it's just, I honestly, I can't say enough about this work. And I think that if people hear you and you speak to them, that they need to just dive in and do the work. Because obviously I started, I really wanted to do Well Fucked Woman, but Vaginal Kung Fu kind of came up first. And after I had spent 
weeks just going through all of your YouTube material. And I was like, every single podcast you'd ever been on. I mean, I listened to all of it. And I was like, I just know I have to work with this woman. Um, and so I did vaginal kung fu first. And then just was like, well, I need to keep going. I don't know what life looks like without Kim. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I, I went through the other two. But I mean, they're kind of It was a beautiful progression because it kind of just met me where I was at and helped me kind of get to the place where I needed to be. So something that I hear and from my own experience as well is that when you start to get more in touch with your sexual energy, that these things, these changes just start to manifest without you necessarily having to try really hard to make them happen. So for example, you said some of the things about say being a people pleaser or when you were losing the weight that came off of you, like, would you say that you were super focused on changing those things or that they seem to erupt naturally out of the fact that you were I think, well, part of it is consciousness, right? Like sometimes I think about the metaphor, the metaphor of weight as being the things that we try to store away and don't deal with. And then they literally manifest as physical weight on our body, on our being, on our psyche. And then as we are willing to confront that and open these old doors, then the weight can drop off. And often with people, it has nothing to do with they exercised more and they got a trainer and they ate less. Like obviously those are all really important elements to a healthy lifestyle and diet and weight loss. But for some people, they do all those things and they still hold on to weight. And so as they do deeper inner work, and often I've seen the sexual work be a really pivotal piece of this, then pounds just literally evaporate off of them because that's the energetic that they're holding on to, the energetic weight that's holding them down rather than extra food. And that's exactly what was happening with me. I mean, I had you know, worked out like twice a day was watching every single thing that I ate and it still wasn't coming off. And I had gone to see doctors and this and that. And I just knew one of my, my doctor actually said to me, you're 30. Like that's what happens when you turn 30. And I was like, I refuse to accept that. So, but I knew. And so as soon as you had said that in the salon that, you know, it was issues that you're holding in your tissues, I was like, Oh my God, that I know that that's what it is. And it was kind of like, yep, that's it. And so no, it wasn't anything um, more than I had been doing. And that was the piece that was so frustrating about not being able to lose the weight for the, the couple of years prior to that was, I know how to lose weight. Why am I not losing it? Why is it not coming off? And so kind of, again, through doing this work, um, and coming back to my body, I was still doing the stuff that I normally did, but it was working because I knew that the weight was more emotional and energetic as opposed to being that I was having too many cookies. Right, exactly. And even what you described, like this energy of being, say, a people pleaser, because to me, that would be okay, where we're putting our needs aside, and not dealing with them. And again, that would be like this energetic weight, right? Like the stuff that we're not processing, we're not receiving, the internalizing of whatever resentment that we might have, and just putting it to the side, which again, would show up as weight. So tell me about finding your voice. I think that was kind of the the most pivotal thing for me. And it wasn't even something that I fully realized that I wasn't doing. Um, and again, I, I kind of equate that to being so blinded by like, this is, this is all I can see. So in my relationship, I wouldn't speak up about certain things. I wouldn't speak up about, you know, my experience having sex. And I wouldn't really speak up if he didn't want to have sex and that would hurt my feelings. Like all of these things, I just, 
it was a case of like off the tableitis. Like he would just kind of take issues <laughs> off the table that I'd want to talk about. And I just kind of got so used to that dynamic and that's the way it was. And it wasn't until I was kind of like, wait a second, that's not the dynamic that I want. This is what I want. And I really owned that instead of kind of tiptoeing around it, like just standing in my own energy and being really kind of aware that like these dynamics are not okay. They're not what I want. And it's okay to have them not be what I want. And I can change them. I just need to actually own that for myself and say that and then be willing to deal with the consequences on the other side of that. And that's a really courageous thing because we live in a culture that is white lie-itis, you could say, like where it's like considered more valuable or socially accepted to not rock the boat and to just go along with the status quo, not really tell the truth, like tell some of the truth, but if the truth could hurt someone or, or create a disturbance in some way, which we don't really know, but we have that fear, then we don't say it and people put it under the rug. And so I feel like to be, to live a radically honest life is a very conscious decision and a very courageous decision because you're trusting in the concept of the truth as being your guiding compass more than I think what your mind might say, right? So the mind has fears and ideas about what direction we ought to go in. But if you're trying to identify and then express your truth, you're putting your faith in a higher self, really your higher self. I think anyone's higher self because they're trusting that somehow that that's the most important thing to follow rather than these other more like social acceptance kind of negotiations. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, doing that wasn't necessarily making me happy. And so it was kind of coming to terms with, okay, well, I'm not happy now. So at least if I say what I need to say, then I have a chance of fixing it and making it better. And surprisingly, every time I did that, because it was truth that I was speaking, it resonated, you know, differently with the person who was receiving it, because it wasn't that kind of like sugar coated, not half truth mm. bullshit. It was like, this is how I feel. And so I feel like it was like speaking from my heart to, you know, the other person's heart and kind of saying, this is how I feel. And, you know, and I was afraid of how that would land, but it always was received in such an unexpected and positive way. And I'm like, well, why the fuck wasn't I doing this earlier? It's interesting because I feel like we all have this divining rod of truth. And when we hear truth, even if it might not be exactly what we thought we wanted to hear, something in us responds to it, responds positively. Like at least we know it's the truth. Like something in us feels safe and acknowledged because we know at least we're dealing with the truth. Where when we're dancing around all of these things, it's very unsafe. You know what I mean? Like, because we're living in this web of lies and dishonesty and uncertainty, but at least when you have the truth out in the open, you can work with that. That's real, tangible, raw material. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it just comes back to fear. You know, we're all so scared sometimes to say or do certain things. And I think like through this work, it's kind of empowered me to be like, I don't want to come from a place of fear. That's not going to get me what I want. And that's not who I want to be. And so just kind of checking back in with myself and being like, what feels right to me? Like, and trusting that, you know, has been really 
amazing. And so, yeah, it's definitely like an overall holistic, like the things that I needed to get were the things that I got. So it's, you know, and sometimes we don't even know what that is when we come into this work of like, what do I really need? It's, you know, we come in having this kind of external problem of, oh, you know, I want to have a better sex life or this, that. And then we come out on the other side and we're like, that all happened, but that wasn't actually the issue that I really needed to fix. It was some other part of myself that I need to own or accept that through this work, you're able to do that. That's beautiful. It's like the core issue, like the issue, the source, rather than Band-Aid or superfluous issues. It's like, what's the real core of where these problems are coming from that are then having a shaping effect on a person's entire life? And I love, you know, when you talk about your finding your voice and speaking up all these throat analogies, and we talk about the connection between the throat and the vagina. And once you start to connect with and open up the vagina, you tend to open up the throat, like the throat chakra in terms of self-expression and truth telling. So how did you see that? Like as your vagina woke up and became more activated, the connection there. Yeah, I think that's definitely, it's, it couldn't be truer. And it's interesting too, you know, how you talk about like a well-fucked woman, she doesn't give a fuck about anything. And so it was kind of like starting to own and embody that energy. It did start to come out in ways that I was like, okay, this is who I am. Like, this is who I am at my core and this is who I've been. And, you know, just kind of through life and stuff, you you lose that you lose that person and then you're kind of wondering like where is she like I knew she was in there at one point but like I can't find her anymore and so doing this work and kind of coming back to myself and my vagina and all of that just kind of helped me be like oh that's who I am again Beautiful. I love that. I really love hearing, especially that idea of finding your true voice, because the other connection that I see is that our sexual energy is our blueprint. This is our genetic coding. This is the actual essence of who we are. And when we get more in touch with that energy, we start to become more of who we really are and express that out into the world. And so it sounds like that's what's happened with you too. Yeah, exactly. Wonderful. Is there anything else that you'd like to share about your journey to well-fuckedness? And let me just say here too, that being well-fucked isn't necessarily the idea of having lots and lots of sex and, you know, being with your partner constantly. It's about you embodying and owning your sexual energy. So you get to this point where you radiate and wear that energy. And that's what we call a well-fucked woman or a well-fucked man, but somebody who's truly embodying that because they inhabit that part of themselves where before they did not. So anything else you want to add to the mix? I would just say that if people are kind of listening and they're really resonating with you that they have to take the step and invest and do the work because it really does help you get to the next level and iteration of who you're supposed to be in this world so that you can share your gifts and follow your path and, and find that. And when I did that, things started just clicking back into place. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Molly. It's been lovely to have you here. Thank you, Kim. 
If you're familiar with my work, you know that I say over and over again that you can get to these places on your own or with your partner. You can still be a well-fucked woman or person doing all of the practices I recommend from using a yoni egg, self-pleasuring, yoni massage, and as a man, the process is similar, whether it's conscious self-pleasuring, cock massage, and cock lengthening, strengthening exercises to reconnect to that part of your anatomy. In the next few weeks, we are focusing on the ladies because the Well-Fucked Woman Salon is now open for registration. This is my signature eight-week salon for women. In it, we explore all of your inner worlds, emotional and vaginal. You will learn how to clear sexual blocks and release your unprocessed weight, Channel your sexual, creative, orgasmic energy into your life and work, allowing you to access your genius, achieve the deeper, life-changing vaginal orgasms, master the technical skills of deep-throating, anal sex, and wild hand jobs, and how to use these sex acts to accelerate your personal growth and transformation. This program runs once a year, and it starts in the next couple of weeks. Come one, come all. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.